the free for all roundtable round two Round two today, pleased to be joined by Sabrina Nanji from Queen the Queen's Park Observer, News Talk 10 Time Crime Specialist Mark Mendelson, and a host of the Richard Krause podcast, holiday host of the night side, the ubiquitous one, Richard Krause. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let's kick things off with the Competition Tribunal. We haven't really talked about this on the show, but has dismissed an application from Canada's Competition Watchdog seeking to block Rogers Communication Inc.'s proposed $26 billion purchase of Shaw Communications, clearing a path for the deal to go ahead. So really, I think a lot of people, uh, when they hear Rogers, when they hear Shaw, uh, we're thinking cell phones here. I think Canadians already pay an inflated amount for cell phones. And Richard, let's start with you here. I mean, does this worry you where your bills are going to go up even more? I just think that competition breeds uh, better prices for the consumer. And the more competition you have, uh, the better the prices are going to be for us. Uh, our cellular technology and everything is very expensive in this country. And I think the more players you have, the better, because they will try and undercut one another and get the best deal possible for the consumer. So, yeah, it does it worry me? For sure, because it's one less player in the field. Sabrina, this moves the big red machine out west, where which was a stronghold for Shaw, and I think that's the reason for this. Yeah, I, I'm kind of with Richard here. I mean, I think the timing of this is, is interesting, and I do wonder if it's you know going to end up in an appeal uh, because obviously you know this decision kind of aligns with the timing of um, you know the Roger Shaw deal as as they saw it. So I thought that was you know pretty interesting. But I, as Richard said, you know the more competition, the better. Um, I think in Canada, especially, we do have a lack of you know, uh, competition and there are monopolies when it comes to telecommunications. So uh, the more players we have in the field, the better. And so I am a little bit wary of what this is going to mean for the bottom line on our bills, but uh, I, I don't know how much worse it can get for, for a lot of us. <laughs> Mark, anything to add on this one? Worries about how much worse can it get, Mark? Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, begrudgingly, I have to agree with Richard. I hate doing that, too. <laughs> but, but, but I've done it now. But I agree. I mean, uh, you know, competition breeds a better pricing and, you know, better, maybe better customer service, which we all complain about constantly sitting on hold for three hours and, you know, uh, finding out you didn't have the best plan that you, you could have had. And, you know, all you have to do is sign up for another two, three years. Yeah. But the more competition you have, I think the, the better the pricing. If you talk to your friends in the States, look at what they pay for cellular service and look what we pay. And, you know, there's something desperately wrong, but I just don't think that this merger is going to change that pricing model at all. Well, let's keep with the hair, Mark, and talk about competition because there is so much to be said about competition when it comes to electric vehicles. But Tesla has stopped reporting its autopilot safety numbers online. Kind of a, a curious thing to do since they used to report these, um, you know, very often. Look, you got to be on some serious drugs, I think, to, to sit in a car and push a button and let it drive you around, especially mm. in, a, in, in a city like Toronto. I, I couldn't do it. Maybe I'm a control freak. I don't know. But the numbers out of, coming out of Tesla were over 500 collisions for their vehicles as, as compared to Ford and, and GM, which you could count on, on two hands. Um, and that that's a serious concern. Um, you know, they have not perfected this technology. I'm not prepared to sit there and let some computer chip 
you know, ensure my safety. And that's that, you know, it, it'll happen. We all know what's going to happen. Listen, we used to watch the Jetsons on TV and we're <laughs> almost there now. So it, it is, it is going to happen, but it's just not there. And no wonder they're not publishing the numbers because they're not very favorable. Uh, you know what? This year would have actually been George Jetson's birthday due to the way that that, <laughs> that cartoon was framed. He was born in 2022. Anyway, I'm a mm. trivia nerd. We all know that. Uh, Sabrina, here's the thing, though. The numbers that Mark mentioned, you know, the 500 crashes, I mean, that can also be there's more Teslas on the road. I know a lot of people are going towards electric vehicles, but Sabrina, I don't know if Tesla would be my choice. Actually, I do know, and it wouldn't be. I think, you know, this is maybe the beginning of the bubble bursting for Tesla. I think transparency is key for this, um, you know, it, rather than, you know, completely stopping reporting safety statistics, why not, you know, flesh those out a little bit, explain them a bit more, um, you know, actually work on these safety features so that the stats are not as bad as they are. I think this, uh, you know, could be, be the beginning of um, maybe the end for, for Tesla. I know electric cars are obviously, you know, the, the hot commodity these days but um this is going to raise some serious questions and and of course you know since we've been talking about competition um, maybe there are going to be some other players that can kind of um get a leg up on, on tesla and, and like i said I, I think this you know is going to be the bubble bursting for, for that company my thought on this richard is the old proverb of the fish rots from the head down <laughs> yeah you're probably right i what i was thinking about this is two things and they're they're both pretty simple first they're not reporting uh, the the numbers for their safety record because the numbers have gotten a lot worse. Now there may be more uh, of these autopilot cars on the road, uh, and you know inevitably if you have a million of them out there rather than a hundred thousand, you're going to have more accidents, and the numbers just don't look good. So from a a public relations point of view, it doesn't look great. But also when you have uh, the owner of the company that's been taking heat uh, in a really really big way uh, to the point where his stock in Tesla has dropped. 65%. Um, you are looking at uh, a company that is not being treated favorably uh, in the press uh, anyway. So uh, if you publish the numbers, you're damned. If you don't publish the numbers, you're damned. So I think they just took the, the road of least resistance and hoped that people just wouldn't notice. And people have noticed. And now we're talking about it on the radio. So you responded to the fish rots from the head down to the damned. If you're damned, if you do, and you're damned, if you don't. Well <laughs> That's done, right. everyone. Uh, all right, Sabrina, listen, uh, Sunwing has canceled all flights out of Regina and Saskatchewan until February the 3rd. I know people don't want to be uh, in in the winter in Regina and Saskatoon, uh, that is. But uh, I'm not sure if I would want to fly out on Sunwing after what's gone on this holiday season. No, it's it's. I'm really feeling for you know a lot of people who are being stranded right now. Um, a couple of years ago, I I had a Sunwing flight. I had to come back early because of a, a hurricane. I was down in Cuba, um, and, and you know that actually went pretty smoothly. I was one mm. of the lucky ones. You know, my vacation was not cut completely short. And now to kind of hear, you know, what's what's happening now. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, Trudeau is probably the lucky one by, you know, he obviously didn't fly Sunwing when he went to Jamaica. And so I think he's probably the winner <laughs> in all of this. Yeah, Mark, if you're planning a vacation, I mean, I think uh, after this holiday season with the PR that Sunwing has got, th th that this is going to hurt. This is definitely going to hurt. Oh, absolutely. Ask the people that are still stuck in Cancun. Yeah. You know, and, you know, me, and I'm sure Trudeau did not fly, as, you know, as Sabrina mentioned with Sunwing, but let's see if they, you know, if somebody loses his luggage on the way anyways. 
Um, but, you know, between Sunwing and Southwest, I mean, these, these two airlines have taken major beatings in North America over, over these holidays. Um, and it's, it's interesting to note in the article that we read about Sunwing is part of the problem is finding flight crews finding trained pilots and they, they were talking about bringing in people from across the pond to do that um and i find that difficult to really uh, you know wrap my head around that we don't have enough trained pilots in this country to to staff all these all these airlines and you know so they're going to pull out of regina they're going to pull out of saskatoon WestJet and air canada are going to move right in there and pick up the slack um and you know that, that that's what that's that's the way of the world now. Sunwing has had a bad week. They got beat up really bad, and uh, they're, now they're going to pay a price for it. Well, Richard, both Mark and Sabrina have mentioned our prime minister is currently vacationing in Jamaica amidst the state of emergency. I'm sure he's completely safe there, but what a bad PR headline. Honestly, unless this trip was booked a year ago because they got a great deal on Southwest or Sunwing or WestJet or whoever, which, you know, they're not flying that. Uh, That's the only way you could justify this. Uh, You know, it is just such a bad move that we're our government is saying, you know, just there's a a state of emergency, uh, which was just reinstated from December 6th, uh, reinstated on December 28th. Again, it applies to the capital of Kingston, as well as seven of Jamaica's 14 parishes, including really popular tourist destinations like Montego Bay. Um, You have a state of emergency declared. They were told not to go. And yet our prime minister goes. It is one more of these just absolutely boneheaded uh, moves that that this government and and the head of it, Justin Trudeau, seems to be able to, or unable to stop doing. He just can't stop putting his foot in it in this way. And this is such an easy fix. You don't go. Go yeah. somewhere else and yeah. enjoy the sun there. I don't begrudge him taking a vacation. Nope. I just think this is a very, very bad move for him. Yeah, Sabrina, I mean, you've seen, and Queen's Park Observer, you've seen, you know, politicians, they take vacations. Everyone takes vacations. They are human beings, but did we have to go to Jamaica of all places after these latest warnings? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of some of the same flack Doug Ford gets, uh, because I've always got my Queen's Park hat on when he's at at his family cottage. But, you know, everyone deserves a vacation. Premiers, prime ministers, you know, they deserve the time off. Um, I'm not arguing with that. But but Trudeau going to Jamaica, especially with a state of emergency, it's just horrible optics. (laughs) And, you know, as was already pointed out, this kind of seems to be like the, you know, one rule for me, but not for the type of thing. And, you know, we have seen that, you know, people in power kind of, you know, Uh, taking advantage of, you know, certain rules, especially we saw during the pandemic. And so for Trudeau to do this, it's a bad look. Uh, But is it going to, you know, be a lasting damage to to, to him, um, politically speaking? I don't think so. I think in a a couple of days or a couple of weeks, we'll we'll move on from this. Oh, something else will pop up. Absolutely. No question about that. Uh, All right, let's move along to this hybrid work. Uh, Hybrid work does seem to be here and here to stay. Uh, Mark, um, do you have are you surprised that so many employers are completely fine with this? No, I'm not surprised at all. I, I think you have to be built a certain way to be able to do the hybrid or work from home. I know personally I can't. I don't have I don't have any self-discipline whatsoever. So I've got to go to the office. 
I, I, I really believe a lot in interaction and networking and water cooler chat and all those things for creativity, for ideas, for all kinds of things that you don't get looking at a screen in your basement. And I, you know, and, and, but I think we've, we've sort of become accustomed to it now where we're seeing um, all, all sorts of institutions and, and, and companies that are, are, are figuring out that this is the better way. It's keeping their clients happy. It's keeping their, their employees happy. I mean, I, I spend a lot of time dealing with law firms and I can tell you that many of the law firms have cut down dramatically in the number of people they want in the office. Uh, clerical staff, uh, you know, EAs for, 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 for lawyers can do their work from home. And if you can do it efficiently and not be like me, where I'm flipping between, uh, you know, a Zoom call and 90 Day Fiance and losing my, <laughs> my, my train of thought, then, you know, then if you can do it, that's fine. Uh, you know, we're going to have to adapt. I think this is the new world that we're living in. Uh, companies are, are accepting it. The government employees are accepting it as well. There's a lot of a lot of occupations where you just can't do it, like policing. Uh, but the courts have adapted in many respects as well with the introducing technology and Zoom hearings as opposed to in person. So it can be done. This is how it's going to be, I think, for, uh, for, the, for the foreseeable future. All right. Thank you all very much. We've got to go. Have a great New Year's Eve and a great New Year. I'm saying goodbye. I'll talk to you on January the 8th for the next edition of Sunday Morning Trivia. John will be back here on Tuesday morning for more in the morning. Catch the roundtable. Round one at 745. Round two at 845. Weekday mornings on more in the morning. News Talk 1010 Toronto.